Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, I mean, I'm over it. I wouldn't have We're live. come into your house a month ago, but now I'm like, can't go to Britney's house. I don't give a fuck. I know. Yeah. Well, I got tested, so I like told people, I'm like, I don't have it. So if mm. anyone has it, it would be you. And then. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend got tested last week. Yeah. And doesn't have it. We're yeah. taking turns. Because yeah. like, if you get it, I get it. Exactly. If you live with someone. Yeah, we smooch, so they probably going to give it to each no, other. No, Wiki. No one wants to what hold a, what you. What a cutie. He wants you to hold him. Though. He's old. Oh, I get it. I'll hold him. Okay. Get up If here. you don't mind. Of course. Um, but He how do you- has it. He has corona. <laughs> Uh, the dog? The dog, yeah. I'm good, Brittany. How are you? I'm I haven't so seen you. I know I miss you. I, How's life? It's great. I mean, it's I mean, it's actually a nightmare. Uh, yeah, it's a nightmare. Like, all, you know, the, all my pro- everything I was working on is, uh, is paused. Yes, of course, for everybody. Um, yeah, so that's annoying. But I've, like, used this time to really kind of explore the West Coast. Yeah. And, like, go to Utah. I've been to Utah a few times. Just, are you going to move to Utah? I would like to. I mean, they're so weird there. Is but, it Mormon country? Uh, I would go to like South. I go to Southern Utah. Uh huh. So yes. So I yes. guess all of Utah is. But they're all these like they're all hunky. I guess Mormons are uh, hunky. Really good looking. All the because I go to these like uh, cliff jumping parts where there's like teens. Yeah. I'm like all these teens are so hunky. The, yeah. The dudes, I'm like, I want to be friends with them and shit. My husband's shouting for me. Oh, well, <laughs> pause this. Again. Hang on, wait. No, we're just going to leave it running because I've told him I do a podcast and then he just always manages to scream for me whenever I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold that thought. I understand. Tommy! Okay. How are you dogs doing? Good? Okay. 
You chilling? What's going on? Okay. They got a, from what I'm hearing to the listeners, uh, they just got a cigarette machine from the 1920s and it's, and it's blowing Tommy's mind. He's very excited about it. Daniel, you can pause all that. Um, no, I leave that in. I interviewed the dogs, and I heard about you and your husband and how excited he is for a cigarette machine from the 20s. Can I just tell you that my husband never talks to me unless I'm doing a podcast? Then all of a sudden I hear, baby, just he's, in the middle every time. He's like uh, a talk show kid, uh, talk show hosts kids. Now they're all just using them. Just the worst. They're like, like, get in here. Fine, yes. He just, he just every time I, he wants to talk to me, I'm in the middle of doing something, and then he screams. And your husband is who? Tommy Lee. No, I know. I know. This is, this is your house from your podcast. <laughs> You've been here before. I know. I'm joking. I know. I know who your husband is. Oh, my God. I love you. Okay, so we're talking I about- came over here one time before <laughs> oh my God, where you I interviewed know. my ex-girlfriend, Grace Helbig, who's yes, wonderful. Yes. And I was like, I just want to come. Yeah. And it was very fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was very fun. Because I think those was a few years ago, and it was I was so excited- and your husband was so nice and He's showed me so his downstairs nice. stuff while you guys interviewed. And then I was just like... You're really cool. Yeah, yeah, he's so nice to everybody. Yeah. Like, he's so nice. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, we run into people, and they'll be like, hey, man, can I get your number? And he's like, sure. And that's, I'm like, that's a stranger. Yeah. And uh, like, now no. they have... He's like, I don't care. It's not easy to get here. You can't, like, sneak into your house. So I know, yeah. I know. It's gated. But yeah. still, like, you know, uh, give people your phone number. But I, all, but, I mean, to be fair, that's you, he's also not a girl. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not, and he's so nice. And you know how, what a great story that is that somebody's like, dude, I ran into Tommy Lee and he gave me his actual phone number. <laughs> you know how fucking cool that is compared to, like, I ran into Tommy Lee. He wouldn't give me a phone number. It's very I cool. Just, it shocks me. And I'm always like, can we not like do that? Because yeah. I just worry that they're gonna like do something mm-hmm. with it. But no, it's normally okay. Who's, who's the weirdest? Who's the most famous person you have in your phone that you're like, don't text them, but you could. You know uh, what I mean? In my phone. Yeah, that you're like, I could text them, but I don't want to. He has way cooler people in his phone. I have. Well, of I have. I, I used to be friends with Russell Crowe. Okay, this exactly what I'm talking Random, about. Random, right? That's, how? How He's are you friends? so with- nice. Okay, so me and Eli Roth, the director, are friends. Again? Cool. <laughs> so Eli brought me over to the Beverly Hills Hotel mm-hmm. one time for dinner. Okay. And it was me and Russell Crowe and RZA. Okay. From Wu-Tang Clan. Sure. And, I mean, this is a fucking Mount Rushmore of what? And like Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Because you know, they're both from Australia. Okay. So Jim and yeah, Russell are like friends. Yeah, there's only like eight people there. Yeah. It's like- yeah, the population of Idaho gets a fucking island. The continent, it's bullshit. So, I, I, so Russell it was so nice to me, and it was like, it was this, this was probably like four years ago, and I was just like mm-hmm. trying to get into acting from mm-hmm. Vine, and they Eli showed him my my Vine videos, and I was so embarrassed, but he oh, like thought they were talk funny. About Vine. Oh God! No, we have to talk about it because that's how I, you and I were like. First Vine people. Yes. Okay, but go on. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I love how you're interviewing me on my podcast. Well, I haven't seen you. It's so exciting. It's fun to run into somebody. (laughs) I mean, not run in. I drove here. So funny. And then so Russell was like, oh my God, you're so talented. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, if anytime you need any help with anything, let me know. And then he just started texting me and was just really friendly and really nice and never like hit on me and was just a friend and was like always giving me acting advice and is so intelligent and like, he's like a scholar and he was always 
always like, I don't want to say like fatherly, but he was always very like mentor. Yeah. He, you know I, what mean, I mean, he literally is, I was texting my brother last night. Yeah. Uh, he showed his kids gladiator yeah. yesterday. Oh wow. And Such a good movie. That It will forever be, no movie will ever in my life be better than gladiator. So good. Because I was in seventh grade and that's peak, like, you can't get, I'll, I'll never be as excited as I, as I was in seventh grade. And right. then that movie came out, perfect movie for seventh grader. I'll never love anything more than I loved uh, Gladiator. Aww. Same with the band Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'll never oh, like yeah. a band as much as I loved them in high school. So I'm like, okay, that's the two things I like, maybe looking back aren't the best, but like at the time are the greatest things in the world. And I have a special place in my heart for them. I have an Anthony Kiedis story too. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Fill me in. Fill me in. I see Flea all the time. Do cause you? Because in Malibu, right? No, Los Feliz. Or Los Feliz. Okay, yes. sorry, yeah. But it would make sense that you would run into Kitas on this side of town. But I don't run into him. This was so random. This was in like 2005 mm. when I first moved here and I was like 18. Yeah. And I was at a Lakers game. That's his, uh, it's his style. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was at a Lakers game on a date. Okay. And my date walked away and mm. was going to get us food and I was just standing there and this girl comes up to me mm. and she goes, hey, um, Anthony Kiedis wants to meet you. He's sitting over there. And I was like, hi, uh, okay. And she's like, what? I'm his assistant. Nice to meet oh, you. I'm blah, no, blah, blah. He like groomer? sent his assistant over. Gross. And then he, she was like, you want to meet him? And he was sitting on, a tra on the top of a trash can in Lakers Arena, just sitting okay. there like hanging out. Yeah. And she brought me over and I was like, hi, nice to meet you. And then the guy I was on the date with, mm walks up with the food and he's like, hey, what's up? Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> and Anthony Kiedis was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, no thanks. That's, yeah, it adds up. That, all of that tracks uh, <laughs> versus like, Flea is like the coolest guy of all time. Yeah. He built like the Silver Lake Conservatory for music. He did? Yeah, I like saw him like, he like was like fucking gardening like outside. Gardening. Or like watering the plants. I'm like, wow. you're a fucking great he's dude. He's like, I'm fucking humble, dude. I'll fucking pull all these weeds. That dude rocks, literally. And I love that. I heard he's really fucking cool. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool people, and then there's a lot of shitheads. Do you have any shithead stories of people, famous people you've met? Because no, you were on SNL. I was. Did Everyone, you meet anybody shitty? People are pretty well behaved when they're doing that. Right. Because they're kind of terrified. They're nice to everybody. Yeah, they were they were very nice. Um the only the only person who I was like, I don't even think they want to be here. Uh was Bruce Willis, but he was not mean. Right. He was just he just didn't like, care. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I remember I was just sitting there, it was in the second episode, and um, it's just like I sat on the table, they like give you assigned seating for the table read, and I was like right next to Lauren, it was like me, then Keenan Thompson, then Lauren, and then he sits next to the host, and Keenan and Lauren weren't there, and it was just me and uh, fucking Bruce Willis, and I don't know, I never met him, and I was <laughs> like, uh, hey man, how's it going? And he just goes, you ever been to Italy? Just randomly <laughs> yeah. to that to that question, and I was like, "No." And he goes, "You gotta go." And I was like, "Okie dokie, Bruce Willis." And that's really all I talked to him about. Do you know Bruce Willis is on TikTok? He is. Yes, he makes TikToks like multiple times a day. That's incredible, and they're I, hilarious. Like, because it's just so funny. Because I guess his girlfriend or wife now mm -hmm. is Spanish, mm -hmm. so half of his TikToks are in Spanish. That's fun. The and he gets very into it. The only other thing he came, I wasn't in that episode at all, uh -huh. uh, which was uh, kind of a theme for me. But uh, <laughs> he he came up to my friend, uh, Zach Cannon is, um, I shared an office with him. He is Tim Robinson's writing partner. They made the show Detroiters after okay. SNL. Now they make Tim Robinson's sketch show on Netflix, which is so funny. But uh, me, Tim and Zach were standing there and like, 
Zach was like, I never do this, but can I get a photo with you? Because it's fucking Bruce Willis. Yeah. And then he was like, like, for sure. And then they got a photo. And then Bruce asks us, he goes, is, this a, is there a girl behind us with glasses? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, God, I can't shake her. So Bruce Willis was getting stalked at the SNL after party. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? It was very funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. He and seems it, cool, though. And the, he was very cool. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, in the photo that Zach had is a girl, that woman staring at Bruce Willis. And we're like, Scary. dying laughing at it. Yeah. Stalker. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, great. my God. Like, Bruce, don't you have like an assistant to like kind of get her? Yeah. Away? Like, get, get out of here. Yeah. Um, That's but, crazy. So that was a, you know, that was an interesting experience, right? It was great. I'm so jealous jealous because it's like you like I admire you for sure. that because that's a hard fucking thing to get in to fucking all the auditioning yeah. to get well, on there Vine like, helped honestly I did? yeah because wow. I mean like when when uh so we both started doing Vine right um and then I was like I got I got to dip out because uh, I got SNL. Yeah. Um, and I got to stay on Vine. Right. Well, I'm not. <laughs> All right. No, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about Vine, but I tried to make a Vine while I was there. And then somebody was like, yeah, don't do that shit. Like, because I was like, I forget who it was, but well, I know. I just don't want to say they're like, don't, don't do that. Because I was new and I was like, you want to be my Vine? Like, you don't do that right now. Don't we were at we're at SNL right now. I was like, okay, sorry for you know. What? It was it was like I think there was like more mystique back then before they did any behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I don't know. They think they're like too cool. Or well, something. now they do all they sorts get, of behind yeah, the scenes yeah, shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Well, also it's not a friendly environment, and I was a little like, too excited to be there. But so I started doing vines, and then you started doing vines, and we they're very funny, and I loved so your vines. Fun, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then it got. Then everybody started vining together yeah, and, and then, then the snake crazy. ate its own tail. Yeah, it got really crazy. Yeah. Like it got like then people started making crazy vines where they would like Michael Bay the vines and like edit them and then yeah. upload them. And I can't compete with that. No. Like if you're gonna put fire and sharks and like digitally graphic shit that looks real in your vine and yeah. make it crazy and like I can't do that. Do you do TikTok? I do. I don't. See, I'm such a loser. No, I'm it's on not all a, that stuff. It's not a loser at all. I'm like, I feel like an old man now where I'm like, that's like a new thing. I don't I even want to have to so figure out. I have so much fun. I want to, I, I just don't know how to do it. It's really fun. And Tommy does it. And we mm. like have so much fun. I mean, we just literally have fun all the time. And people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are doing TikToks. But it's really funny. I'm nothing against TikToks. It's just like a new thing that I'm like, I feel like I'm letting comedy like leave me. Like, I'm just like not, I'm like, the old guy was like, comedy should be this way. I'm yeah, not, I'm not that. I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. Well, it's interesting because like there's two sides of TikTok where there's like comedy TikTok, which mm. I love. And then there's like dancer TikTok right. where like the girls are just like, I mean, and I, I can't do that. I fucking loved Vine. I had yeah, so much fun, fun on it. it was um, really fun. Yeah. But, but so. I'm like, I actually really like TikTok better. Okay. Isn't well, that weird? I, I like it better than Vine. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, who knows? But it, bottom line, I did like uh, when I was auditioning for SNL or whatever, and it was going well. They were like, you know, they were like, "We want to see everything you've done," because yeah. I had done nothing. Right. Uh, I was just still an engineer, and I was like, "Okay." And then I just put all my vines into like a, a little compilation, compilation yeah. and send it to them, and they're like, "These are great." Uh, so it was like literally Vine helped me get SNL. And that's all you fucking, had to send? Well, no, sent that plus a yeah. hundred other sketches that I'd and like shot. And like characters. Oh, uh, I never did any character. Well, I would do character. Yeah, I sent initially six characters. We were supposed to s submit three characters and three impressions. Right. I can't really do impressions. So I just did like weird impressions. Did like Hitler if he like. But he's like trying to keep putting his stand together before he gives a hate speech. And he's got all these troll dolls. He's like, these are for luck. 
you know, and he's really nervous about his troll dolls. So, <laughs> so my impression was Hitler, uh, try like combing troll dolls hairs. Stop. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. And then the other one was Jake, the snake Roberts, which very, of course they want me to do Hitler and Jake, the snake on their show. And Jake, the snake was trying to get into uh, birthday parties, but, uh, the government had, uh, taken his snakes. <laughs> so he couldn't, is he a character you made up? <laughs> I mean, I just made up this. Jake, the, Jake snake? the Snake Roberts is a pro wrestler. Oh, yeah. okay. But he had a bag of Paps Blue Ribbons and not snakes. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, because government won't let you have snakes if you don't have a home. Um, so that was one. And then the third one was Gallagher. No. Well, yes, it was Gallagher teaching a c comedy class. Stop. Yeah. And him and Jake the Snake were friends. Because Jake the Snake got Gallagher back into cocaine. There was all this really weird oh interwoven. God. Did you have to do these in front of it? No, this is what I taped. Okay. I sent these in, and then I, you know, and then I did these other little characters. Like I did the sh a shy bodybuilder, <laughs> which I uh, I did that. I did uh, Terry Blades, Pomona's top prop comedian. He wore rollerblades. And he, every prop was a phone, no matter what. And I had my friend Rod be his best friend, Terry. Oh, my God. And he was always, and it came out in this character that I had slept with my best friend's wife, but I was mad at him for it. Oh, uh, yeah. my God. And then I forgot what the other one was. And those are the ones you did live? No. These are what I sent in. Okay, what okay. did you do live? I just did stand-up. Oh, you just did stand-up. So yeah. you went in and just did stand-up. Right, because, so I, they got those. Yeah. And I'm not that good at characters or impressions right, or whatever. Right. And then they called and they're like, hey, we're coming, in, we're coming to L.A. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, they want to see you. I was with Nick Rutherford, actually, uh -huh. when he got a call that they were coming because they were going to do Good Neighbor, his uh -huh. sketch group. And uh -huh. I was so ecstatic for him. I was like, oh, I fucking got my friends audition for SNL. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, they call me. I'm like, I'm doing it too. Uh, and they came and they're... The people that were auditioning are so good at characters. Right. Incredible UCB so people. So good. And I'm like, I'm not. And I, yeah. I love John Mulaney. And I was like, I'm not going to be on SNL. But like, I read one time that he just did stand up. And yeah. then he got hired to write there. And I was like, that that's what I want to do. That would work, yeah. So I was just like, I was going to do stand up. Yeah. And it went great. Yeah. And then Lauren was there. And then I was like, yeah, come out to LA. Come out to New York. Did it. So then... When I go there, I do the camera test where you're supposed to do characters. And I was like, do you, do you want me to do characters? Like, just do what you did there. Because okay. it was great. I was like, okay. So I did stand up to fucking silence. Oof. It was a nightmare. Nightmare. A nightmare. No reactions. Well, also, I kind of shit on the show. I, I I was like, I'll do a character real quick because you guys seem to think that shit's cute. Um, and I think that he liked that yeah. I was like above it. Yeah. And then it was just shy bodybuilder. Um, and then I got off. And then... Uh, and then they, it worked. It worked exactly how I wanted it to. They hired me to be a writer. I love it. Uh, and then, like the day before the show, I was having so much fun writing. And then the day before the production started for the first week's episode, uh, Lauren's like, "We're going to put you in the cast." And I was like, oh, "Perfect." So um, so fun. And the, the weird part is, like, I'd had a meeting with him a week before, um, where he was like, "You're too green." You're like, he's like, you're too, you're too green to be in the show right now. We're going to have you write for a year and put you in next year. And I was like, I thought he was wrong. He was yeah. totally right. Yeah, I was yeah. terrified that whole really? year. Really? Yeah. But you if I spent like, a oh year in the machine and then got in it, it would have yeah, been a lot better. better. Yeah. So his initial reaction was correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got excited and put me in and then, well, it didn't work out. Did you feel like you weren't like when you were performing, you were too nervous? I felt like, um, I wasn't nervous at first and I'd. And then I, 
it got nervous. Yeah. Because I thought I was just going to crush it. Yeah. And then after like, you know, 10 weeks of not doing great, yeah. I, I, that's when I start, that's when you, I got nervous. Yeah. And that's when I started fucking up. Not fucking, like, I would be nervous in other people's sketches because I, I would, I knew how much I needed to do well. Right. And then that made me get more nervous as opposed to feeling free, which is what you want on that show. It's yeah. just to feel free. And so when you're performing on there, there's like big cue cards, right? That you read yeah. off of. Mm -hmm. So, but you most of the time just memorize your lines. No, you have to, uh, also the harder sketches to do for, for sure are the ones where you have one line. If you have, if you're the main guy oh, in the whole sketch, you can get into the flow. Yeah, yeah. But if like there was a sketch, Drake was in it yeah. and I was sitting there and I'm supposed, I'm supposed to just say, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, or yeah, something like that. And give Sashir a uh, five and right. it's like four minutes into a five minute sketch. I'm just standing there the whole time. And, uh, so just four minutes, I'm like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Because you're watching the whole time for yeah, you. And Does then it say your name? Yeah, and then, then it says your name or whatever. And then it's like, and there's like, go to Brooks. And they go, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And it, it's live TV. It was sucked. so dead. Yeah, it was sucked so bad. It was my only line in the show. Oh I remember God. there was like an article that's like, uh, Brooks Wheeler had one line in the show this week and he couldn't do it. And I was like, I, they're not wrong. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck it. No, it's like fun. You're human. Dude. No, it was like, yeah, I have like so much. Uh, I feel like the pressure of a lot of shit ruins it for comedians because we're like, I mean, sensitive people and very mm. like, I feel like it's like also like you being a stand up you have control when you're a stand-up and you control your right. whole thing. Yeah. And then when you get into somewhere like SNL, you have to p work with all these other people and it's not all under your control. And so it kind of fucks you up a little bit. Yeah, I went know? In, No, and also it was I was stupid. I thought I should write everything by myself to prove, yeah. hey, check, check it out. I'm writing this all by myself because you turn in sketches. Usually it's like, you know, you Whelan. Like I would always write with Michael Chase. So I said like Whelan Che. And cause we were both new and I thought like, this is good. I would, I'd love turning in sketches that were just me. Mm -hmm. No one had looked at, no mm -hmm. one had done anything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't realize that's fucking stupid idea. You should team up with like uh, a senior guy because those dudes have more sway and they're gonna want their sketches in, in the fucking meetings. So I should be teaming up with the head writers and seeing if they want to do it. But instead I'm like, I'll prove them. But then I, in the, when they go into the other room to pick the sketches, there's no one in there that's like, we should put the Brooks only sketch in. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little fucking idiot. Should have learned some stuff. I get that. I heard that. And and um, did Nick and Nick ended up being a writer too, Nick, right? Yeah, and that's the worst part. So my one of my best friends in the world is Nick Rutherford. Right. I uh, love him. They hired me, not Nick Rutherford. And I go there and I become friends with Michael Che and all this right. other stuff. But my best one of my best friends in the world is still in LA. Yeah. Then I leave. Then they hired Nick Rutherford to come in. I'm like, it would have been a dream if I to was here with together. him. Yeah. You guys would have been amazing. Yeah. Together. So then I left. He comes in. Then he doesn't have a great time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, it would have been great if we worked. Which together. is he's so talented. I did a I did um two movies. The with Unicorn. Him? Yeah, the Unicorn. I did oh, the we unicorn did a movie together. <laughs> yeah. I thought about that driving here. And Isn't I was, that so crazy? I was laughing about that. Isn't that so random? Yeah. I know. It's like so fucking crazy. I mean, it's all such a small circle. Like I, mm -hmm. I feel like I like I know so many people on SNL, but and then like Back in when I was on Vine, I remember my agents at ICM when I first started. Yeah, you on had Vine, to have gotten close. They asked me to come do it. Yeah. And I just have such bad anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like I have panic attacks that I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Dude. I couldn't even submit a tape. I was like, I listen, if they like what they see online, like I'll mm -hmm. go do it. But I can't like, I was so, 
I was like not, I was not on my antidepressant at the time and I was mm. very anxiety ridden and like, I just couldn't do it. I was like, there's no fucking way. Uh, yes. Well, here's what, here's like a thing that worked out to my advantage because I'd read the SNL book a while yeah. ago and I knew when you go to audition, they like fucking make you wait forever. Yes, for, and I would die. Right. I'd so have here, 75 panic attacks. I'd no, fucking- but, so here's what I did. I brought, I was like, I don't, I've never been in 30 Rock. This is like my fucking third time in New York ever, but I don't, I don't, I'm just going to fucking roll the dice. And I just put a six pack in my backpack and I was like, I don't know if they're going to look in my backpack. And I just like chilled in my room, listening to music, drinking beer for like three hours. I'm so dead. And it was perfect because I wasn't, I was like, I, it's just like the thing where anytime you can get out of your body and just like into like what you're actually good at. Yeah. So it's literally, it wasn't nervous. I was just like, they're trying to like ice me. And also it's not like they're trying to ice you. It's just, they're doing other shit. Right. And, um, so yeah, I was just chilling, listening to music, drinking beer. Fucking. And how long did you wait till you went on? It was like, like two or two and a half hours. And I was late too. So, uh, cause I was like, I'm probably, you know, they were like, be here at this time. And I was like a half hour late. And I think they just liked all that shit. Really? It, yeah. Cause what sucked is like, I was like, this is never going to happen. So I'm not going to treat it too well. And I didn't give a fuck because it was, I'm never going to be on SNL. This yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then I got hired to be a writer there. I was like, cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and they thought they took that as confidence. And then they're like, you're on the show now. I was like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to suck your ding? Like I just turned into from a cool guy into a peace think I'm cool. You I'm know? so dead. Yeah. I know it's so hard when you like, it's such an interesting thing. I mean, like even in relationships, it's like when you act like you don't care, the mm. other person's like, wow, dude, like, they're so mysterious. One, I'm so in love with them. 100. Yeah, and that's then what as happened. soon as you act like you love them back, they're like, ew, what's up with this needy freak? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I barked at Lauren passing the hall one time. Like before, I, when I was just writing there, I was like, L dog. And I worked there like four days, you know? And he like must have been like, that's a psycho. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, that yeah. guy's crazy. And then, you know, cut to two months later, I see Lauren come and I fucking sprint the other way. You You're know? like, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was like a, a tiny hallway on the eighth floor where the live show is where like you could, I could go up these stairs to get to my dressing room. But like Lauren was talking to Leonardo DiCaprio Stop. and I was just like, I don't want to be anywhere near those guys. No. So I took, I went and got on the elevator and went up to, it took me like, you know, 10 minutes to go. What would have taken me 30 seconds if I just had the courage to walk and like kind of be like, sorry, excuse me through those two dudes. I was like, I don't want to even want to so be dead. near those guys. Oh my God. I would never. Yeah. Isn't it weird how we're all just people, but we get so intimidated right. by other people. Well, also, it was just like at a work event. I mean, I was, I was also doing bad at the show at that time. The coolest thing that ever happened on that show is I bumped into, I didn't even know he was there. Uh, um, fucking, um, Paul McCartney. Like, oh we my God. Came cool. around a corner and like bumped into him. Yeah. I'm literally like, you know, just bumped into a guy. I'm sure you see this. People, I'm sure, recognize you, and they're like, don't realize it for a sec. Sometimes. Or Tommy. They don't or realize Tommy. it for a second. And then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, fuck. I just That's, touched yeah, the, Paul McCartney's penis. Yeah, exactly. I just like, grabbed it by accident. Yeah, well, we were going in the same bathroom stalls when it happened. So it did happen, actually. Um, no, but I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. And then, you know, he realizes, he sees me realizing that, who he is, and I just go, He was so nice, I bet. Dude, fucking best. I go, Rocky Raccoon is the shit. Aww. And he goes, I quite like it too. And then, and then he gave me a hug. And, uh, and I then love I, that. Yeah, I went up to my dressing room. And man, here's where I was. Another thing I kind of regret is we had a Beatles rock band. Me, Kyle, and Beck had Beatles rock band in our dressing room. And the three of us were like, oh, we should go ask him. 
We yeah. should go ask Bones to play Beatles rock band with us. Yeah. We are too scared. Yeah. Don't you just kind of go like, and then on your deathbed, you're going to be like, ah, why did I not take all the chances? I, I know. It's yeah. so stupid. I feel that way too. Like when I get really scared about mm-hmm. shit, like I keep thinking like one day I'm going to be on my deathbed and just be like, why didn't you just run around Calabasas naked? <laughs> you know, you could have done it. You had the fucking chance and you were too chicken shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then, but that's when you do it and everyone's like, we don't want to see an old lady. We would love to see like, you're too old now. Actually, you know, that's probably, that's probably the time to do it. I mean, it'd be kind of rad. Dude, oh, and this other thing that Mooney did that he didn't realize hurt my feelings, but really hurt my feelings. Because I was um, I was really hurt when I got fired by SNL. Really, really, really rocked me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was I, I really stayed away from it. And But, like, I saw, like, it creeps up because, you know, I follow every, those are all my fucking friends. They're all friends. your friends. It's like, God, you can't, it's like an ex-boyfriend. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's or a, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, like, every, that everyone still hangs out with. Yeah. Um, and uh, I texted Kyle, uh, I was like, yeah, cause Springsteen was there and I was like, fuck. And I would think I was even in New York and I was like, do I go watch Springsteen? And I was like, no, it's, it'll be too much trauma inducing. Yeah. And I texted Kyle. I was like, how was Springsteen? And he was like, he's a great guy. We played Beatles rock band with him. And it like really shook me. And I was just like oh, fucking so sad. My God. And then like, I didn't see Kyle for a few months, you know? And then when I, bought, you know, we were hanging out, I was like, how was playing Beatles rock band with Springsteen? Like, just be honest. And he's like, oh I, no, I was joking. I thought that you got there. We were joking about the McCartney. I was like, I did not get that. I really. You're like, I literally cried for fucking three weeks about it. Thanks for the late fucking. He's like, like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, man, it fucking made me sad. I thought that you did play Beatles rock band. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so fucked. Well, he didn't know. Yeah. Kyle's Kyle's a great guy, but but he was just like, yeah, he didn't he didn't realize that because you know he's busy. Yeah. Doesn't realize that I was like truly ruminating on how I I thought he got to play with Bruce Springsteen, who's very rad. Yeah, he seems cool. I've never met him. him. No, I've never met him. I've met, um, who have I met? I've met a bunch of people just hanging out, just being with Tommy, but not Bruce Springsteen. I mean, that guy fucking, I thought that I was like a big Neil Young rules, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, so wait, I think I'm, I was, I was wrong. Am I right about Richie Sambora was, is that, no, that's someone else. That's not Bruce Springsteen. Is Richie it, Sambora. He's the guitar player Max for- Max Sylvester. I mean, Max Sylvester, he's a comic. Uh, Max Weinstein was a drummer in the E Street Band. Richie Sambora, I'm sure we should know. I'm he, sure your listeners are screaming. In, you know. in, I thought it was with Bruce Springsteen. I'm sure he did. I have no idea. I'm so retarded. No, you're not. Not to use the R word. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. A bunch of people just tear me apart. She yeah. said the R. I'm just, anyway. I so, com- today I compared Baron Trump to Jimmy from South Park. Oh my God. And I was like, uh, I, I tweeted, Like on Twitter? Yeah, because it's like me in real life versus cartoon me as a thing trending right now. And I put a photo of Baron Trump and then a photo of Jimmy, the South Park character. And I go, today is the day I get canceled, baby. Because oh. people are very sensitive. You can't make fun of Baron Trump, which, fuck him. Because uh, he's a kid. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but I was just like. You know he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I mean, we don't. I mean, I'm just joking. I'm just probably, joking. He's, he's got the worst fine. dad yeah, ever. He probably crazy. is. It's crazy. They can't have great confidence with oh, that guy as your dad. Man. But um, my girlfriend was just like, take it down. What are you doing? This she's like, well, she's like, this isn't a hill to die on. Comparing a child to a I was like, you're right. It's kind of funny. It's very funny. But I, I just kind of don't care anymore. Yeah. I just kind of do whatever and say whatever. And I'm just like, oh, well. Well, that, 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 that breeds great fan, great fans. You know I know. I mean? And I also feel like every day I log on to Twitter, someone's getting canceled. Yeah. They're well, like, this person is over party. This person's canceled. I'm like, okay, you know what? At one point we're going to cancel the whole world. And yeah. who cares? 
fingers. Yeah, just don't molest people or sexually assault them, and, and you're, you're good. good. Yeah. Yeah, is that hard? Yeah. Just so. <laughs> For some people, apparently. Yes. <laughs> it's really difficult. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Brooks Whelan on Worst First. Stay tuned. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back. We're back. So I also realized I haven't talked about any. I guess I'm talking about my first year on SNL. Was yeah, that was the worst, right? I mean, yeah, it was the worst experience first. of like your worst first time. Well, it was the like, high, it's the it's the highest highs and the lowest lows. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like super exciting, but also super fucking. You're yeah, like fuck. Because I got you know I had some good episodes, and when those happen, it's like great. This you're on top of the world. Yeah, I did. You yeah. know, I got to do updates and stand. I got to do my own stand up on update. Amazing. And I was like, this is a great. And it, I, you know, what sucks is like I honestly kind of feel there will be never like how I said earlier I'll never love a band as much as I love the Chili Peppers I'll never right. love the movies as much as I love Gladiator I don't think I'll ever ever feel the fucking nerves or excitement to just doing live stand up to 5 million people I would pass out it was so fucking fun. It was. The, you weren't scared. It was the craziest, coolest fucking thing I'd ever. Yeah, and Lauren came over right before it was the third episode. Uh, I did my tattoos bit uh, um, on update about careful with getting tattoos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, Lauren came over and he was just like, as updates happening, 
and I'm like pacing. I was listening to music. Uh-huh. I was listening to Joy Formidable. And I remember it was so specific. And um, he just came over and I had my headphones and I'm pacing. I'm fucking amped to yeah. go sit at a desk and read off of fucking cue cards. But uh, he came over and he's like, this is very nice. This is where he's a great coach. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was like, do you, are you sure, do you want to, do you want to do, we can scrap it. And I was like, fuck no, man. I'm fucking amped. Like, do you know how many hurdles I have to get through to make it to live? Yeah. Uh, at, to the air. And he was just like, we can stop. We can do this if you don't. And I was like, no, man, I can't wait. And then like, as a good coach, which made me think Lauren was great. And I still think he's great. Um, I just don't think, you know, he's a, he's very, he's a tough boss, but, um, he was like, okay. Cause in the, he, he he said, well, you're only here because you're one of the funniest people in America. And I was like, "He's, he's you're telling me that? It was That's like the so most nice. confidence yeah. I've ever had in my life. So yeah. I just we rolled on and was like delivered. And then afterwards, Seth like fucking gave me a big hug. Aww. Like in the in the back. He was like, he was amped. It was like the coolest. Like I think that feeling was the, is the highest. I'll, I don't know. But I also haven't had kids. I bet that's pretty cool. Yeah, are you guys going to have kids? I don't know. But I'm just saying, You anytime you say like, there will never be a, yeah, a cooler day than that. Happens. And then you're like, well, I, was, I won the lottery yesterday. Yeah. That was pretty fucking dope. You know what I mean? Have you ever won anything in the lottery? Mm, no. Not even 50 bucks? No, I've won... Bucks? I've won whatever I've ever won. I've put, I've taken right back. Oh, you, you know just what I mean? put right back in the machine. Oh yeah. You're like, oh, ten dollars oh, done. No, I won six. I took twenty dollars and blew it up to six grand in Vegas, drunk when I was twenty one one time, just on roulette. I let it. I kept letting it ride on red, uh, and I kept saying, "Red, keep it going, keep it going." And this is when I realized I had a gambling problem, and I quit gambling because in my bank account I had maybe five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I put $3,000 in chips on red, um, which that would, you know, that's six times my net worth that I was willing to fucking lose. And it hit red. Everyone's screaming. I'm wasted. My best friend, like, and then I was like, they're like, God, do it again. Do it again. You know, six grand. (laughs) My best friend was like, "Ah, absolutely not. Like grabbed me, took the chips. And then he locked them in the safe in our room and wouldn't let me at them. Cause we were drunk. Yeah. And then the next day he just woke me. He like, you know, we're, he's my best friend and we're sleeping in the same bed. And he just like woke up and he goes, do you even know what you did last night? And I was like, yeah. And then he just threw all the chips on me. He's like, you fucking did it. And you it was so, $6,000. Yeah. Yeah. So you went from $500 in your bank account to six grand. To $6,500. Yeah. Are you so happy? Oh, I also blew like, I upgraded us to a suite. I was a good friend and like there were other people there. And I was like, we got a suite. And then I ran us a fucking Hummer limo. Stop. It was like very fun. And then I realized like, You're I, like, I, I kind of need this I money. I don't need to go. To, I, I never should go back to Las Vegas. I, if that's what I, if that's how I behave. <laughs> Do you ever say so you don't gamble anymore? You don't, you don't allow yourself to get there? Um, no, I don't gamble. Um, I make bets with friends. I bet my friend I could run a marathon a few weeks, a few months ago. Did you do it? Yeah. Banged it out. And how much did you get? $500. $500. But I knew I could do it. He didn't think I could do it. Okay. So it was a good bet. And how are you, so what are you working in right now? Just, you're still doing stand up. Stand up? Yeah. Uh, the, but the, you can't right now because of no, quarantine. No. And I was shooting a special April 2nd. Oh, great. For Netflix? No. Well, it's not, it didn't shoot. We didn't shoot it. Okay. Okay. I toured to shoot it. Okay. And then got canceled because of quarantine. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was like, the worst. right, right as like it was like a week before, and I was like, fuck, and I was gonna, it was do- so dope, and I toured so hard to get ready for it, and now I'm like, fuck, now I'm gonna be rusty as shit whenever we film this, Ugh. but whatever. Um, you got it. 
But yeah, just like, uh, and then I did this cartoon, Big Hero 6, which is on Disney. I love that. It's very good. You should watch it. It's Big incredible. Hero 6, like the movie? Yeah, they made it as TV show. So now- Will you um, play a voice on there? Yeah, I'm Fred. I love that. Yeah, because TJ Miller got, he did it in the movie and then he was too busy or some fucking, I don't know. And then they're like, we need another guy who screams and sounds like he'd been drinking for 20 years. And I was like, I got that. <laughs> um, so yeah, season three comes out, I think- uh, this fall. So that's a great job. It's the best job in Voice the world. Voiceover. That's like my dream. Yeah, it's the best. It's we're do- yeah, it's the best job ever. So that and then, um, Grace and I, my ex girlfriend, I sold a TV show that we're working on, uh, and that's on pause right now. We're in the notes section. Wow, are you guys still friends? Yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, you know, listen, yeah, ex, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, just but you guys created a show together while you were together. Yeah, we pitched it and we sold it, and now we're in the notes process. Uh, I'm writing it. So, what kind of show is it? A scripted half hour show. I love it. Yeah, it's about um, about my time in Iowa. About wow. It's about the like it's about um, small town entertainment industry. Uh huh. You know. So yeah. It's about my, I worked at a comedy club called Penguins. And it's just about the open micers. Like, what are their lives like? Yeah. You know, in Cedar Rapids. So, like, I got to go bail this hay and then I got to go do a set. No, no, no. They got to go do meth. And then they got to do the set. Is meth huge in Iowa? Yeah, it's massive. Huge. Slipknot came out of Iowa. Oh, well, that explains a lot. A lot of anger. Yeah, a lot of anger. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, congratulations. I'm so jealous. I mean, hopefully we get to shoot it. You know what I mean? That's the dream. That's the fucking dream. And you're like a, how did you get like to be good at writing? Because I feel like I, like I write, but like I journal and I'm like, I don't know if I could ever like, how did you learn how to like write scripts and write like- I, I went to college for biomedical engineering because I wasn't good at yeah, writing. I remember that you were But I wasn't good at, I wasn't good at English, it right. turns out. Uh, I'm, I just don't know where commas go and what yeah. a semicolon is. Just and all run on sentences. Yeah, I don't know that shit, but I know how to write. Uh, I was like, well, I can write artistically. And then I, I taught myself how to write by, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is my favorite show. I love that show. And I would watch an episode, and this was like 2006. I, down, I found out a bunch of, I found out you could find the... Um, scripts for these wow. online. So I'd watch an episode and then I'd read it. And I watched an episode and I'd read along with it. And then um, I bought Final Draft and then I just wrote an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And, and then I was like, okay, I know how to do that. I could format it and I wrote it and I think it's funny. And then I wrote uh, uh, my own show for me called Crystal Lake Cave, Nature's Masterpiece. Wow. Because I used to work in a cave in Iowa. You worked in a cave? Yeah, I was a tour guide in a cave. Like one of those ones where you go on a boat and you look at all the shit hanging from the ceiling? No, this is a fucking nightmare place. This is like, <laughs> it's a trick. It's a tourist trap. Why? Because people are stupid and they see a sign on the highway. It says cave four miles and they drive over there. And then I was the tour guide that was like, I'm sorry, you got tricked. What's in the cave? Nothing. Not even cool crystals? It's like an old miner's tunnel. I mean, there's like a tiny little, it's a fucking, on my podcast, I, it's like, it's the like whole slogan is fuck the cave. I tried to quit. The lady called my house and was like, right, you need to come into work. You know, it's, so I wrote about, I wrote a show about that, about oh like the family who owns a tourist trap and feud. She's always feuding with the field of dreams. And, uh, so then I, I just learned by doing it. And that's how I got all my reps or whatever. You know, that's how Good I got signed. By shit. Cause then I did stand up and somebody was like, you do stand up, but you know you can't make any fucking money off anybody doing stand up, really. And then they're like, "Can do you have anything else?" I was like, "I have this these scripts." And they're like, "Yep, yeah, you're in." Okay. Wow, that's fucking rad, dude. Oh, I got my my nose is running. Do you want tissue? Yeah, can I? Yeah, go ahead and get one. It's in the bathroom yeah, right on. there. Hang on, guys. 
Yeah, I just shaved. Brooks has corona, so he I just has know. to go blow his corona nose, and he'll be right back <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> wow, that was a honky one. I like that. Yeah. Do you what? Kind, what do your socks say? Patagonia. Oh my! Oh, you unplugged the light. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. So, um, sorry. I don't know if it'll turn up. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yay. You do look like you just got done. Um, I just got done camping. Camping. That's why I shaved. Cause I had a big dumb beard. You did. Yeah. Is that part of camping? Cause you just don't have access to like tools to shave. So you just grow a giant fucking beard. I mean, yeah, or a gross one. What's the scariest thing that's happened to you during camping? Like, have you ever been near a bear or, like, a moose or anything like that? Or yeah, had I've any seen, creepy shit? I've seen bears. I've seen moose. Like, close to you? Yeah. And what do you do? But, but like, the they were never... It was usually I pulled over and saw them. It's oh, you like, weren't walking. They weren't, like, at my... I mean, Tent. when I'm... Yeah, no. When I'm, like, in Yosemite camping by myself, which is what I do a lot, um, I do fucking, you know... Clap and shit when I'm like backcountry camping. Like, what does you know, that mean? Clap? You just have to clap big, to big scare noise. shit. Big yeah. noise. Yeah. And that scares them away. I mean, hopefully. You go by yourself. Yeah. Are you ever afraid of a serial killer coming and just opening your tent at night and stabbing you a thousand times? No, but I do. I do sleep with a knife. Good. You know? Like this. Just in my tent. <sighs> yeah, between your exactly. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> between between my teeth. You know what I did one time? I was uh, touring the. East Coast, yeah. and I get like what part? Uh, well, this was in North Carolina. This is the Outer Banks. Okay. Um, oh, the Outer Banks is nice, right? Uh, so I like romanticize shit. I'm like a, a fucking eight year old had money, you know. And I was like, I found <laughs> Richie out Richie Rich. Yes. Like, well, not. I mean, had money to where I'm sure you and I believe is yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Because I went from none to like, like my I can have money. a car. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um. No, I just like can I can afford a plane ticket if I want it. Yeah. To me that's rich. That's yeah. So I went and I camped alone uh in between shows on the island Blackbeard got killed on. Uh it's on the outer banks called Orca Coke Island. And um How do you get there? Like a boat? You take a yeah, you take a boat. Uh and uh and I got and I ferried my car over across this big fucking island and then um uh I got I got really, really drunk and then set up my tent like you weren't supposed to be there, but I set up my tent where they kill Blackbeard and it was like trespassing and I thought it was so fucking cool and I was drunk and I fell asleep. And I woke up at like, you know, two in the morning and I, I was so, I got really, I scared myself. What did you I was do? like, oh, I just thought about like, this is where Blackbeard got killed, this fucking ghost. And I went and slept in my car. I was too scared. You were scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, who was Blackbeard? He was a pirate, right? Yeah. Edward and, Teach. And how did they kill him? It's fucking nuts. It's so funny. I don't know the story of so, Blackbeard. Blackbeard was this fucking nightmare of a guy. Okay. Uh, he took over Charleston, South Carolina for a while. Like, wow. they had to pay ransom to, to get him. him to let them have their town back. He was a dope pirate. Here's what he did. He had a big pirate party on Orca Coke Island, the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and he told everybody about it. Like, basically put up a Facebook page being like, a Facebook event where like, we're fucking raging tonight on Orca Coke Island. And all these pirates came. And then the U.S. Navy's like, well, we're going to go. Yeah. They just told. So the Navy shows up. He doesn't stop partying. They show up. He keeps drinking. Then there's a big fucking shootout. And they killed him. He's a crazy guy. When was this? <sighs> like, like fucking 1820 or something. Jeez. Yeah. So pirates were kind of like um, gangs back then. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like MS-13, but. 
100 percent they pirate. are actually yeah. one totally gangs yeah just yeah. big big idiots because they're bullies and yeah. they would fucking kill you and your family and mm-hmm. rape your family unless you paid them to keep yeah. you protected and once you went pirate you were fucking done forever like you could never come not back. be a pirate yeah because if you went back they kill killed you. you yeah Wow, that is a lot like MS-13. It's fun. I mean, it's It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess gangs have been around for a while. Dude, that's so gnarly. So you went and slept there. Is there like any, like, is there houses there? Do people live on that island? Yeah, yeah. There's like, you know, a bunch of Edward, a bunch of black, like Blackbeard's Diner and shit. Okay. So it's like total tourist. It's really fun. Yeah, it's a tourist town. But I'm saying I'm such a coward that I got scared. I scared myself. Have you ever had any other supernatural experiences? I do like a, I do ghost, worst first ghost stories on here sometimes. Mm, No, I don't really believe in that shit. You don't at all? You've never had anything happen where you were like, hmm, weird. No. Your I'm whole like, life. Well, I, yeah, I'm like I'm like hyper science based. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, show me the facts. I need but what facts. A, what, what a, okay, so it's because you said that. I read a quote one time that said, if you're afraid of dying, talk to a scientist and they'll explain to you that. And it was like this really cool quote, and I'm going to totally fuck it up, but it's something about how we're all made of energy mm-hmm. and energy can't be destroyed. So when you die, it's not that you're going to die. It's your energy is changing form because you can't kill energy. Energy yeah, just changes form. We're all form. stars. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're just worm food. We become worms. It's kind of crazy. Munch us. But it's like weird to think about. So like, like you know. Yeah, matter can't be created or destroyed and shit. Yeah. Right. So we're, you're never going away. But you're You like, never go away. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, I don't know. Do you I, think reincarnation happens? Do you no, believe in any of that? No, I just don't. My only goal is when I die, people not to it for it not to be my fault. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just don't want to die and be like, well, that's why you don't do that. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. That's my biggest fear is that like I'm gonna die and people are gonna be like, she's on a lot. She was on a lot of drugs. I do no drugs. Like I'm sure. totally sober. Okay. I take one antidepressant. Yeah. That's like my biggest fear because I'm so psycho that people mm-hmm. will be like, oh yeah, she was on a ton of drugs. Just like spread a rumor. Yeah. I just don't want to fall off a cliff and have him be like, well, of course he did. Yeah, like hiking or what something. What an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. A bear, a caught bear in a bear trap. A bear ate him. Yeah. Because he's fucking hanging out around bears. I just wanted to be like, when I die, nobody's like, well, yeah, I guess I'm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like a car wreck. That'd be, a, you know, Horrible. where it's not my fault. That's where I'd like to, you know. Or like cancer. Like anytime the pl- a plane like hits turbulence, Ooh. I'm like, oh, this would be great because. Really? I'm yeah. terrified. I mean, I don't want to die, but I'm like a plane crash. Nobody can be mad at me for this one. Are you scared of dying? No, no, no. Not at all. No. I'm like, if a plane, like seriously, like plane, I'm, I'm, like also, <laughs> I think I try to play it too cool to where like if a plane was like crashing they're like literally like we're gonna die everyone's dying we're crashing <laughs> like i think all i would say i try to even keep my composure and i just be like lame <laughs> like in, in this moment i would still try to be like fucking this sucks right like i just don't yeah that's like my dad my dad's like so religious like he believes in god so strongly mm-hmm. that he has no fear of death like he doesn't oh. even worry about it wow. like he's like isn't that crazy? That great. Like he's so confident. Well, I don't, I just am like, whatever happens, happens. I just don't want to kill myself. Or like have it be really painful. Yeah. I don't know. Who I, knows? I, 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 you're, you're so cool. I'm scared of it every day. No. Really? I think about, I think too much. And mm-hmm. so I think about like my human body and I think about my heart beating in my chest a lot. And I think about like the functions of my body and I'm yeah. very aware of my breathing and like very over conscious of that stuff. That's a great. No, it's terrible. Well, no, but <laughs> I'm, I'm like so unaware of anything I'm doing. I would love that. Ignorance is bliss. <sighs> yeah. I would I be so happy to just walk around and not even think about it. But like literally we're going on vacation mm-hmm. 
And all I think about is like the first thing I do is Google if there's a hospital on the island. Oh, really? Yes. I'm that scared. Oh, no. Like I just always don't feel safe. Okay. You know, like I'm very conscious of my body. Like you, you never think about your heartbeat or anything. I mean, when I'm on drugs and I'm like, oh, is that going a little, you know, <laughs> I don't like this. Um, and that's just me regular. Well, mental illness is great. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. I I wish I thought less, you know, like I, what made me really like, I think like when I like realized I really, really loved my girlfriend, Gabrielle, mm. is we went to, and it's not, it's not an awe moment, oh, but it, oh. we went to, uh, we took her little brother to Universal Studios and there was these, this couple and it said King and Queen. They're wearing shirts that said King and Queen. They clearly just got married and they were so excited to take a photo with Bumblebee, the Transformer. And Gabs just goes, fuck, I wish I was stupid. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it just killed me. She's like, I wish that brought me joy. Seriously. I really am jealous of that, that how happy they are to get a photo with Bumblebee. You don't know how jealous I am of stupid people. It's great. Like, I see them yeah. on TikTok all the time, mm. and I'm like, fuck. Like, they're just fine. They're just like, this is fine. Like, I love my life. Like, I'm good. And, like, they don't think about shit too much. It'd be great. It would be great. I like literally contemplated getting a partial lobotomy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I com I contemplated it with a medical doctor. Well. Because I was like, would I be or, dumb or, or would I just be, <laughs> would I still be cute or would I be ridiculous? Oh, like, yeah. Let's not, let's, let's stop right before we get to Jack Nicholas, you know? <laughs> Or is it Nicholson? Nicholson. Yeah, I get those two fucking confused. It's Who's a, Jack Nicholas? He's a, like one of the best golfers ever. Oh, and it is, okay. And they're both old to me. Yes, and it, yes. I have never gotten it right. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but I actually met with a doctor about it, and they're like, well, you know, kind of when we do it, we can't really tell exactly like what <laughs> is going to happen, and this, you know? this doctor was in what dumpster? I know. It was in LA because That's like crazy. people that have really bad anxiety and depression, like- mm -hmm. They still do lobotomies and they do like a partial lobotomy where it's not like back in the day where they fucking right. pull your whole brain out. <laughs> they take like just part of the frontal lobe that's yeah. like overactive where like me where I'm constantly like brewing. Sure. Like every minute of the day, even in my sleep, yeah. brewing, brewing, brewing. Oof. And so I was like, fuck, can we just like turn it down a little bit? And yeah. he was like, yeah, we can't guarantee that you're not going to come out like drooling out of one side of your mouth. <laughs> so. so yeah, we'll, we'll try pills for a second, which I didn't. I tried so many. Well, I just found out about because when um, SNL happened, um, I like reacted by getting engaged to this girl I was dating, uh, and then that went south. So then I lost SNL and this uh, my this uh, fiance. How and I was, you being engaged? Uh, well, I was living. It was in New York. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and uh, it wasn't super long. Um, and uh, I was so sad. But I went to the doctor. I went to like, a psychiatrist. My yes. agent was like, "You got to see somebody. You're fucking up." Because I was wow. just self medicating, drinking so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, "You're ruining your career." And I was like, "Oh shit, that's not good." Yeah. Uh, so I went, and then they were like, "Do you have depression?" Or I, and I was like, "Yeah, but I think I'm just sad. I think there's things. I, I think I'll get over it. I don't want to go on antidepressants." And then they gave me, um, "What do I have that I take?" And Prozac, it's fucking Lexapro, no, no. Drink? It's um. Uh, Oh, fuck. I feel, um, uh, it's, Alexa, no, it's just a pill that you can take every once in a while and it's like drinking oh, three oh, beers. Oh, 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 uh, um, Valium. Valium. I have Valium too. So it's like, it's just nice to have that because I used to, when I would have these overactive fucking, the world's going to end, I would drink a bottle of wine and that would fix me. And that doesn't fix you. 
at all. And now when I have those thoughts, I'll take a Valium. And it, you know, at first I was taking them all the time and now it's yeah. like once a month. It's just, yeah. I just like to have it as like I have them. Secure. I have them too. And because like, I am so sensitive to drugs, they like knock me out. Do they oh, knock you out? I was, so when I got, fuck man, I didn't know. They were like careful around these. I was like, whatever. And I yeah, almost fell asleep driving home yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from there. And then I was shooting a pilot on it for ABC and they thought I was on drugs. When in reality I was on, I was on Valium. Yeah. But like I, they were like knocking on my door. I was so asleep in my yeah. dressing room that they're like, what do you, Hey, what do you want? I was like, dude, I am just really depressed. I got prescribed Valium and I get, and it really fucks it me. It knocks you out. And then, yeah. And then just being open about it with them, they were like so much cooler yeah. than if I tried to be like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it, you know, cause then yeah. I would think I was like abusing drugs. I, was like, I just literally got Valium prescribed to me and it makes me really sleepy and I'm sorry. And totally like, does. Yeah. And that's why like, I really hate taking it cause I hate being tired. I'm already like exhausted all yeah. the time. But like, if I'm having a spiral like you, like mm-hmm. you said, like I start having breathing shit where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like freaking out. Then I take one and I'm just like, <laughs> it's great. And I you call just it, pass out. Yeah. I call it, uh, when I get to an airport, uh, this isn't, you know, who gives a fuck, but, uh, I'll pound two beers and take a Valium and oh I call my it my God. time travel juice. Stop. My mom yeah. calls it her V and V vodka and Valium. I'm like, mom, <laughs> oh I just, my God. I, as soon as I take, I take, I wait to take the Valium till I get on the plane and then I just wake up where I'm going. You know, what's crazy. What do you, how many, if you don't mind me asking how many milligrams, five or 10? I think I don't even know. I take it so rarely now. I know. So do uh, I. I take five milligrams. I think that's, that's probably like so gnarly. It's a low. Whatever I have is the lowest. I dose. break it in half. Then five. Okay. So, but you know what's crazy is that like I have friends mm-hmm. who will drink an entire fucking bottle of wine and pop two of those for what and just still be fine. <laughs> they just are gnarly people. Yeah. Like. Dr- like some dr- drugs do affect everyone very differently. Yeah. They say if you have a, a really fast metabolism, they don't affect you as much because your body metabolizes it yeah. so quickly. I'm telling you, dude, like I'm talking about girls my size mm. that are like, oh, fuck, you got Valium? Shit, pass that shit. And they're just like, oh. And then they fucking, they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, it's bitch, a, how? That is, that's a, that's a go to, that's a go to bed one. Dude. Go to fucking sleep. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Isn't uh, that gnarly? That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Right. Well, I'm glad that you didn't like feel like you had to be on an antidepressant. Um, right. Well, it, it was it was just because, you know, it was a breakup. I yeah. was, you know, it was my, you know. Normal to have those feelings. Yeah. You should be yeah. sad when that right, happens. Right. Right. And, but then you grow and then you, um, you know. It's so dumb how, like, it's actually, like, you know, I forget who it was. It was like, time heals all wounds. It was like, no, this is never going to. And now I'm like, I can't believe I was that sad. It's so true. Yeah. I've gone through some gnarly breakups, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I'm never going to get over it. And then you meet someone else and fall in love, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're like, this was better. Yeah. Just what everyone. So anyone that's going through shit right now, just know. Like, if you're in it and you're going through a breakup and it's the fucking worst and you feel like you're never going to get over it. You will. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. It's great. It's, you will. It may take some time, but when you fall in love with another mm-hmm. person, it kind of fixes. Yeah. You know. But also you and I seem a little similar. You don't, you also don't have to fall in love with another person. Yeah, you to gotta fix love it, yourself, but for but you and me, yeah. it sounds like we're <laughs> that's like, that's the only way. Yeah. That's the only yeah, way yeah, to fix yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm what's called like a, like a lily patter. Yeah. Like I have to have someone. So like, have you, have you and Tommy been getting into uh, quarantine fights? Never. Oh, wow. We get along like it's stupid. Like well, he's like so mellow. That's great. And See, I'm so psycho. So he's like just the, 
He's just like, yeah, like just so mellow. That's incredible. And he doesn't fight. He's just very mellow. Well, Gabs and I sometimes during this quarantine, I'm like, this is a quarantine fight. Yeah. We don't actually we care, care about, about this. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no, but people, everyone else that yeah. I talk to, all my friends, everyone, excuse me, some people are getting divorced that I know that they're just like, oh my God, I never spent this much time with this piece of shit. Like, I fucking hate him. Now that I really know him, I fucking hate him. And like, I have friends that are fucking getting divorced over this shit. So I, I, it's either one way or the other. Yeah. But I think it's because for Tommy and I, things didn't really change that much because First of all, we live all the way out in Calabasas. I'm sequestered from pretty much everybody. Yeah. And it's always just us here. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of the time, every day was just us hanging out in the house together with the dogs, yep. you know, every day. And then they're like, oh, quarantine. And I'm like, it's pretty much the same that yeah. it's been forever for us. So we were very, we got very used to each other mm-hmm. like right away, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gabs and I get, it's just like, you know, just apartment. We are, our apartment in Los Feliz is, you know, fine two bedroom, but like, uh, yeah, I guess it's just like sometimes I'm like I just want to play Civilization right now. Yeah, Let me just yeah. fucking like yeah. Uh, and then she's like, "Well, I want to hang out." I'm like, "We hang out all the time." Yeah, you're like, "I'm always with you. Get away from me." Well, that's what's also nice is we live in a ten thousand square foot house, so yeah. when he needs space, he's like, "Bitch, I'm gonna go to the other side of the house." I'm that's like, "Okay, great. see ya." And like, I don't, you know, I won't see him. Yeah, so. I just went camp. Yeah, I, like it's been a week away from Gab's camping, and then came back, and it was like. Oh, yeah, I missed you. That was great. And you went completely by yourself. I met my friend in Denver. Oh, yeah, you said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I met my friend from Denver. We met halfway. He builds custom furniture, and he built me a uh, new record stand. I love that. It was great, yeah. And then when you were camping for food, do you bring, like, just easy-to-eat stuff? Yeah, like- I mean, I also car camp, so, like... Oh, I have you like have little, stuff in your car, like a cooler and... Yeah, I'm, like, drinking beers, making, like, steak, you know? Wow. Not, it's not like... I, I sleep in a tent, but, like, I have a Subaru, and I'm just like, yeah, I've got fucking, like, chili in there, like, wow. you know, and pots and whatever. We made pizzas. It's fun. Cool. So it's not like we're backpacking. So do you start a fire and make that stuff? Yeah. That's but, cool. But I also have, like, a little pop-up grill. Cool. It's super... That it's sounds like fun. very cathartic to me. Also, it's nice to get away from... um being able to go on social media. Yeah, you're totally cut off there, right? It's great. What about if you needed help? Oh, I'd be fucked. I think I thought about because well, I was hiking pretty pretty remotely, um, and there's a you know it's really hot, and I'm a really my biggest fear is snakes. Oh and my god! I've been I've like come up. I've gotten rattled at twice. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, like, thank you for letting me know you're there, dude, because I was gonna fucking step. What does that sound like? Is dude, it loud? It's piercing. It's fucking crazy. And how do you know where it is? I don't know. I just, w- one time I was hiking in Big Sur and I just, it was just came out. I didn't see it. And I just fucking yelled, you got it. And I sprinted backwards. You know what I mean? And then another he time. He came out? I never saw it. I just heard it. I was, uh-huh. I was fucking trudging through brush. It was stupid of me. Um, and then I got rattled at uh, one time uh, here in Los Angeles, but that was on a trail. And I was just like fucking like told other people, I was like, keep your fucking put a leash on your dog, you maniac. Yeah, There's like a, God, a Runyon Canyon gonna, trail. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fucking, there's a fucking goddamn rattlesnake, you psycho. Oh my um, God. But I was thinking this week when I was, because before Eric got there, I was like, if I got bit by a rattlesnake right now, I would be fucked. Yeah, because there's no hospitals. No hospital service. I'm alone. And you, I was you like, wouldn't be able to call 911, nothing. Yeah, no. And I was like, Pretty far from my car, you know. Like I would never miles do what you do. Well, no, I was like, this is irresponsible. So, do you wear like high boots so they can't bite no, your ankles? No, I wear and this. Shit? I wear these guys. 
wear my fucking Asics and Patagonia socks like an idiot, and I think I need to get boots. You need boots, dude, because yeah. if something comes around and gets your ankle, you're I fucked. know, and it's my biggest fear. I'm so afraid of snakes. Oh, my God, I'm so afraid of snakes. That's terrifying. They're like literally, I think snakes and sharks are probably the only thing, alligators, mm-hmm. that shit. I'll pick up a lizard. I'll pick up like a spider, like you whatever. You're telling me you won't pick up an alligator? I won't pick up an alligator. <laughs> I didn't think I was scared of alligators until so one scared. came in the water. I mean, we, we were shooting that movie. So we were- uh, In Florida? In Florida, we were- so we were in this movie. It's fun, whatever. The Check worst it out. Movie. No, it's funny. The guy, everyone who made <laughs> Random everyone, Tropical Paradise. Isn't that the worst? Everyone who worked on it was fucking yeah, great. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was I, fun time. I had to. I was there forever, but it was in St. Pete's Beach, and I had like one day off, and I went down to the Everglades. Oh god, like three hours and rented yeah. a kayak and just went in by myself. And I was like, "Where are the, where are the alligators?" And the guy's like, "They're fucking everywhere." And I was like, "Okie dokie." And then I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna see an alligator today." I was by myself in this goddamn kayak. And I, I thought I was so another, my, you know, fucking, I'm actually a, a puss. I didn't know it. Uh, I, I see an alligator. I was like, so cool. And I'm in my kayak and then it comes in the water and I'm like, I don't like this at all. Was it coming towards you? I don't know. It just went underneath. I can't see fucking down. It's murky as shit. It's the Everglades. So I just, I was like, it was so scary. I just fucking paddled like fucking nuts to get out of there. And they let people kayak in there? Yeah. I don't think they attack. I mean, I think they're pretty docile and I'm sure I wasn't in any real danger, but I did not like it. And like, if I, like, you were in the water, you'd be fucked. I, yeah. I mean, and I'm like, you know, an inch out of it. My legs are like in the water almost, you know, like in a tiny, yeah. and I remember I just pulled my boat up on the fucking, on some land and then just sat there and was like, that's fucking stupid. Oh my God. I would never do that. But it's fun. I don't know. Yeah. You should, you scary. Would, yeah. An airboat seems like more, you should do an airboat. I would there. do the airboat, but yeah. I would not be in a fucking kayak in the fucking alligator infested waters. Yeah. All they need to do is come up and fucking knock your shit over. I know, and I'm also not like, not, I think it was the first time I'd ever kayaked. I'm like, what am I doing? Who, oh who am God. I trying to impress? Do you know what they call oh, kayaks? Know, wait, sorry, go on. What do they call them? Divorce canoes. I get it, because I was <laughs> just about ready to say, I was going to say, who am I trying to impress? I know I was trying to impress. I was going through that breakup with my ex-fiance, and I was trying to live cool on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. Know? The one shot of you getting eaten by a gator. Yeah, exactly. Live cool. Yeah, like, check out how cool I am. Yeah. <laughs> just half your body missing. <laughs> yes, that's like my favorite TV show is when couples break up and their Instagrams blow up, you know, oh separately. Oh, my God. So Tommy and I, Tommy told me before we rented kayaks, we went um, kayaking. Where was it? Where'd you it, go? It, it, in, in Bermuda. Or oh. sorry, in Bahamas. In the Bahamas, we got a kayak, and yeah. he was like, "It's the, it's not a good idea." I said, "I want to try it." He yeah. said, "It's not a good idea." I said, "Why?" He said, "Cause trust me, they're called divorce canoes." And I said, "No, I don't, we're gonna have the best time kayaking, bitch." We fought the first minute we got in the kayak. Really? Because you get mad because you're like, "No, you're paddling the wrong way." No, you are. Wait, okay, you, you stop. Were in them, I go. You were in them together. Together. Oh yes, I thought you meant divorced guys get them. No, a combo kayak. Combo nightmare. kayak. Fucking nightmare. If you want to divorce someone, yeah. get a, a combo kayak where you're both in it. First of all, we're paddling the wrong way. I'm paddling one way. He's paddling the other way. So we're not going anywhere. This sounds awful. It was the worst. We were fighting. I was like, you're a pun. Let me do it. You're not doing enough. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to stop. I'll cross my arms. I'm like, you do all the paddling then. All right. If you're the, you're the boss and then we're not going, it's uh, you know, enough. Right. And then I have to do it. And it's like, I'm holding the oar the wrong way. It was a fucking nightmare. Dude. I had the opposite experience. It was the most unfun time. Here's what you should do 
which uh, Grace Helbig and I went to, to the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, Ooh. and um, we rented a little little prop boat, like a boat Ooh. that like is uh, like you know, just a little lifeboat okay. with a motor on it. Yeah. Like the most fun day of my life. So fun. Zipping around. No paddling. I love that. It was so fun. Yeah, I love toys. I love like yeah. jet skis and oh that kind of stuff. That's the fun Dude, stuff. Me and Kevin Barnett, who's the fucking man. He he passed away. He died. Um, Why does that name sound familiar? He's a comic. He's incredible. He made this show Rel on Fox. He was he created it with yeah. Lil How Rel. Did he pass away. Um, he had like fucking some. Um, died in his sleep. He had I forget what it was fucking called. It was a nightmare. He's like one of my best friends. Was it so random? Yeah. As one night, just fucking, I got a call just from my friend Nick Turner. He's like, Kevin Barnett's, like, I, it's, I don't even want to talk about it. It yeah, was a okay, nightmare. Okay. It was a fucking nightmare. He was like one of my absolute best friends. We went to Hawaii one time and like, I'll get emotional fucking even talk about it. But it was so fun. We got, we're like, well, let's get high and then um, we'll go uh, rent snorkels. And so it's just me and him. Love that. And we're in Hawaii and uh, we smoked weed and we walked down and we're like, can we run some snorkels, man, or whatever? And the guy's like, yeah, we got jet skis, too. And we're like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he upsold us. And then we're just stoned out of our minds. <gasps> On jet skis. It's the most fucking... fun. It was oh, so it's the fun. best, dude. I, I love that shit. That shit's really fun. And I'll snorkel all day. I don't know if I would scuba dive, but I would definitely Ooh, snorkel. Ooh, that would be fun as fuck. Have you ever gone? Well, you guys go to cool places. Where are you going on your next trip? St. Bart's. St. Bart's. That's where Lauren always goes, I think. Really? I think he's always down in St. Bart's. It's like a rich people fucking yeah. snooty. Do, 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 yeah, like know. people reading books. I'm like, get out there. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you reading a book why here are you for? Get out of here. There's fucking sea turtles. Go yeah. try to touch them. You know yeah. what I mean? Get that mossy back. I'm just going to cause chaos on the island. That I sounds can't wait. Great. Yeah, and have 75 panic attacks. It's going to be fun. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I just feel unsafe when I travel. <laughs> You're going to rich people land. <laughs> I know, but I always feel unsafe. It's great. Why? Because of that shit that you just told me about your friend. I'm just always afraid I'm going to randomly die somewhere. Yeah, well, I think your kidneys are fine. I forget oh, what he, he had. Um, uh, fuck, I forget what it, what it's called. He had sleep apnea too. It's like a terrible combo of shit. <sighs> we shared a lot of rooms and where he, I was like, his snoring was so loud. He's like not breathing good. Yeah, so it was like Ugh. a combo of like it, it's a it sucked. He it was a fucking devastating I'm loss. So sorry but that won't happen to you. Um, Thanks, bro. And if it did. And then they play this People episode. People have great memories, you know? Yeah. You they a- just play all my vines to like Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> it's just the worst. <laughs> it's just the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, But dude. you're going to have fun. It's I good. love you. Okay, so I'm about to do your podcast. Yes. And tell people what yours is. Okay, so I have a podcast called Entry Level where I'm going to interview, I've interviewed a lot of people, uh, musicians, comedians, okay. actors, about all the jobs that they had before they were... Got to be full time. Oh, I got stories for before you. you got before they got to quit. So, like, uh, yeah, go to check out Entry Level if you like. It, you go down the list. There's definitely I've interviewed someone you like. Yeah, and you will uh, hear about what they did to get to where they are, and it's all nightmare stories. I love nightmare stories. That's why I do this podcast because everything is the worst. Yeah, and you shared a lot of worst on here, so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worst like, friend oh, dying, worst time job, job. Yeah, 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 fuck, just worst time being fucking in the middle of nowhere. I love yeah. it. Um, guys, make sure to follow Brooks on social media, Instagram, just Brooks Whelan. Sure, yeah, and check out his podcast Entry Level. Hell yeah, I love you being here. Thank you so much. Brittany, this was a delight. I hope you're I didn't talk best. too much. No, I. That's what you're here for. Don't you? you so you have a podcast. We'll just talk about it real quick. So yeah. When you interview people, do you know when you interview people? People like, because I have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, your fans hear you all the time. Yeah, I understand. Like, hey, you're here. 
talk. It's fine. Like, yeah. But you know how when you interview some people sometimes, they're just like, I don't know. And you're like, extrapolate, motherfucker. It's the worst. Extrapolate. I hate quiet people. Yeah, go on a I tangent. can't be friends with quiet people. They give me so much fucking anxiety. I'm like, what is going on in there? Like, yeah. you can't just leave me on the outside here. Like, right. And then I get nervous and I start asking questions that don't even matter. Like, I'm just like, oh, where'd you grow up? Uh, what was that like? You oh, know? my gosh. Just the worst, like nervous shit. Yeah, I think I did I that, that to uh, your husband when I was over here because he's just Stop. so comfortable at he's home. So comfortable yeah and, like, and he's mellow yeah and he's so mellow mm-hmm. and you and grace were outside talking and then i was just thinking i was just like so what um <laughs> you so you're in you're in uh so you do drums <laughs> you know he's like yep i was like yeah you're banned free rock and roll i guess is the definition of it maybe i don't know uh, yeah, so I've done it to your husband. It was great. <laughs> I do it to him every day. It's yeah. the best. Thanks so uh, much, baby. I love you so much, guys. Make sure to stay tuned next week for another episode of Worst First. See ya. Fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.